Faith, family, freedom, hope, and opportunity. You're listening to Freedom Rings. I'm your host, Senator Marsha Blackburn. Today, we have a wonderful guest for our Freedom Rings podcast. She is a problem solver, a barrier breaker. I like to say that she is the chief mama in charge, and she's adding to the list U.S. Senate candidate for the state of Washington. Tiffany Smiley, I am delighted that you are joining us for Freedom Rings. Thank you so much. And let's start right there at the top. Why are you running for U.S. Senate and why do you want to serve? Yes, thank you, Senator Blackburn. You know, sometimes I I reflect, especially, you know, just being on the campaign trail for so long and never in a million years did I think that my life would lead into politics. Um, I, you know, just wanted to be a nurse and wanted to serve people. And really, you know, my fight began 17 years ago when my husband, Scotty, who was a West Point grad, was blinded in Iraq by a suicide car bomb. And I resigned from my nursing job at 23 years old. I took a one-way flight out to Walter Reed Army Medical Center um, to meet Scotty. He was in a coma. He had tubes coming out of every orifice of his body. He was paralyzed on the right side. Um, and, And one thing was certain was that he would never see again. And so really, you know, 17 years ago is when my fight began in my fight for what's right and and for you know just service um i went from serving a lot of patients to to one i was certain i could help scotty um but you know i always wondered about everyone else and so that's you know what emboldened my spirit to never give up to never quit fighting that sort of nurse uh, mentality you know a trained advocate an educated advocate that's something that nurses are really right. really um, and so, you know, it was really in my fight for, for veterans and standing up to the VA um, that I realized that we do, we have so much more to be fighting for. And, and like you mentioned in the intro, I'm a mom of three young boys and I, I'm deeply worried about their future in Washington state and, and in this country. And, you know, if our family doesn't get in this fight, you know, who does, if not us, then who? Um, and it, it's time to stand up and, and fight for our children and grandchildren for generations to come. So we're led by service, by servant leadership. And that's certainly why, we're, why I'm standing up and, and taking on this fight for United States Senate. We are so delighted that you are. Let's back this up a little bit. Uh, as you're growing up, what led you to want to be a nurse? You know, it's interesting. I, I grew up on a farm. Um, in the middle of nowhere. And certainly, I, you know, I didn't have much, but what I did have was a lot of freedom. Um, so I'm, I'm not afraid of much, to be honest, when you, mm-hmm. when you have to get on back on horses that buck you off and you get kicked by steers that you're raising um, and you have to go back out the next day and do it again. Um, it sort of, you know, makes you tough. Um, but, you know, ever since I was in kindergarten, I wrote in my book um, that, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I wrote that I wanted to be a nurse. And there was no question when I graduated that, you know, I would go to nursing school and I received my bachelor's in science in nursing and looked forward to it, you know, furthering my education and my nursing career. I loved helping people. I loved solving problems. Um, And I I loved working as a nurse. But in some ways, you know, 
Um, I didn't know my nursing career would lead me to politics, but I think I can do a lot of good work in the government as well. So you finish high school and you go to college and you finish and get a doctorate of nursing and you're beginning to practice nursing and your husband is injured. And as you said, you take a one-way flight all the way across the country to go be at his side and help him. And during that, trying to help him get the care that he needed there at Walter Reed, you were presented with um, an option, which Mm -hmm. was to remove him from the U.S. military. You want to talk about what transpired there? Yes, absolutely. Um, You know, sometimes I joke that, you know, I had graduated um, with with my bachelor's in science and nursing. Scotty was a newly commissioned officer from the United States Military Academy. My new last name was Smiley. When we got married, it was a picture of the American dream and we we had it all ahead of us. But um, yes, at 23 years old, I resigned from my nursing job, took a one-way flight to Walter Reed. It was certain that this would you know, this would take all of me. I knew I wasn't going back to my nursing career. Um, And I was very quickly brought into a room after I arrived at Walter Reed, since I had power of attorney. Um, That's something you do before a loved one goes overseas. Um, And so I had power of attorney. And, um, you know, army officials, uh, hospital officials brought me in a room. They said, you know, Mrs. Smiley, um, sign right here on the dotted line and we'll begin your husband's transition into the VA system. And, and we can start looking at long-term care facilities. But I said, wait a minute, I, you know, <laughs> that nurse in me kicked in. I, I was like, I have a lot of questions. Um, and I truly believed, you know, that there had to be a better way to do this. Um, there had to be You know, I I had just walked in and told Scotty, he whispered in his ear, you know, in his coma-like state that he would never see again. And now I was being asked to go in and and tell him that I just retired him from the very thing that gave him purpose and something to fight for. And I I knew in some ways, had I signed that, um, that it would be a death sentence for Scotty. Um, And so I, I refused to sign it. I believed in a better vision. I believed, you know, that Scotty should have, um, you know, access to any resource, job training, any care that he would need to get back on his feet. And my suggestion was simply, let's let him fully recover. And if he wants to serve, he, he can still serve. If he wants to continue to serve our country, let's give him that option as well. So I refused to sign the paperwork. And, you know, in some ways the doctor's looked at me like, oh, you're cute and you're sweet. And, you know, you're, you're going through a lot right now, Mrs. Smiley, but this is what everyone does sign right here on the dotted line. And I refused a second time and it gave me the opportunity to build a coalition um, with others that, that saw this vision as well and, and believed in it. And Scotty went on and became the first blind active duty officer to ever serve our country, something that had never been done before. Um, And not only that, it started to really change the Army's view of of how we handle and treat our catastrophically injured veterans um, and their families. So while not an easy path, um, we are super grateful for the opportunity to to fight and break through barriers that didn't just change our lives, but thousands of others as well. And uh, Scotty, as you said, was the first blind active duty Army officer. 
and then talk a little bit about his career and how he was able to continue that service. Yes, so we served our country. I always say we because it's absolutely a team effort. You know, military spouses are the backbone of this country. Um, They sacrifice, they give up, they manage the family, the budgets, the household, careers, jobs, everything. And so um, we we served for a whole decade with Scotty completely blind. Uh, We moved eight times in 10 years followed along that whole military path. Scotty went back to Duke and got his MBA. Um, you know, I guess, I guess I earned an honorary MBA. because mm-hmm. I, <laughs> Indeed, I, to- I would say probably so. <laughs> so he finishes out his career and retires. And then as you all are continuing to break barriers and help other veterans to break barriers and other active duty military to get the care that they are needing, the opportunities that they have um, have earned. Yes. Then Tiffany one day says, you know what? I think I'm ready for another challenge. So what led you to say, I'm going to make this race for U.S. Senate? Yes, you know, it's truly in that fight um, for the VA when Scotty was going to retire um, as a major and came up against bureaucratic red tape after red tape. And I realized, you know, if Scotty's feeling this and there's thousands of others. So I took another flight to Washington, D.C., but this time I had a round trip ticket mm-hmm. um, and I went to Washington, D.C. To, to fight for our veterans and move the needle in the VA for our, our veterans and their families. And, you know, it was in that fight that I realized we have so much more to be fighting for. Um, you know, Patty Murray has been in office here in Washington State for almost 30 years. And I wish that we were better off. I, I, I really wish that we were thriving here. You know, I, I believe in a Washington where a Washington state where our children just don't live and survive, but they thrive, that we lead the country in, in energy and you know, that you know, people are wanting to move to Washington State because it's the best place to live. And it's just, you know, our education is bad on every front. All three of my boys are in the public school system. Um, you know, here in Washington State, we just hit over $5 a gallon for gas. I mean, a record that we've never had before. So when you start to look at everything that was happening, especially after these last two years where our children struggled here in Washington State, our family knew that it was time to step up and, and, and fight. You know, we are, we are great in this country. Our country is great because we never give in to status quo. And that's why I'm fighting this fight, because when you have the opportunity to do what's right, you always do it. That's certainly what we teach our children. Um, and that's why we're in this fight together. You know, I, I learned at a young age um, that when something is broken, that you can, in this country, you can fix it. Um, there's no barrier too big. And um, that's, you know, that's why I'm in this fight to run for Senate. Well, we certainly are cheering you on every step of the way. And I I know that a lot of people across this country are cheering you on because you have helped to make their lives better because you've taught them how to fight back against the Department of Defense and the VA to get what our brave men and women in uniform have earned 
by their by their service. Um, as we close out, tell me what freedom means to you. You know, freedom to me is this country. I think of America. I think you know, I, and I think of our service members um, through all you know the years who have signed up and said yes to serve for you know just freely (laughs) yeah you know willingly they willingly raise their hand and take that oath that's right and i you know what a great country we have when i think of america i think of life liberty and the pursuit of happiness yeah and that was everything i wanted to fight for for scotty when he was in that hospital bed and couldn't fight for himself um that's everything i want to fight for for our children um and and their future that freedom is america and we are the shining beacon on the hill and you know i can't help but also think of of what ronald reagan said so perfectly um that we are always just one generation away from losing our freedom and that we instill that in the next generations you know that we have competitive quality education in this country that gives our children of a fighting advantage in the future global economy that we have, you know, business friendly approaches here in Washington state that when, you know, unfortunately, when we come out, when we go out of our doors today, we face the record level of, of crime and inflation, but I cannot wait to serve and, and have Washington families open their doors and experience life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Well, this is I know of- that's going to be a <laughs> is something in your future, and we're going to look forward to having you in the U.S. Senate. Now, I know our podcast audience is going to want to keep up with you as you go through this campaign. I know they're going to want to learn more about you. So on Twitter, they're going to find you at Smiley for WA, and on Facebook, Tiffany Smiley, and on the website your campaign website at smileyforwashington.com. Tiffany, it is such a pleasure to talk with you. You truly are a happy warrior, freedom fighter, (laughs) barrier breaker, and chief mama in charge. And we're going to add U.S. Senator to that title. And thank you so much for joining us on Freedom Rings. Thank you for listening to this episode of Freedom Rings. You can follow me on Twitter at Vote Marsha, Facebook at Marsha Blackburn for Senate, and on Instagram at Team Marsha. And you can always find us online at MarshaBlackburn.com. The Freedom Rings podcast is edited and produced by Jared Cummings. Executive producers are Conservative Partnership Center and Marsha Blackburn. Together, we make freedom ring.